Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is August 7th, and our reading comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Beginning in verse 5, here's the first thing Paul says. After all, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believed the good news. Each of us did the work the Lord gave us. I planted the seeds in your heart. Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or the watering. What's important is God makes the seed grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together for the same purpose, and both will be rewarded for their own hard work. For we are both God's workers, and you are God's field. You are God's building. I love this idea that God has invited us into his work. And sometimes we're planting seed. Sometimes all we're doing is building relationships, building influence, serving and loving the people around us. We're just planting seed. And then other times we're watering the seed that somebody else planted, right? And again, we're doing that by loving and serving the people that God has given us influence with. But what Paul says is, just keep in mind though, it's God. It's the Spirit of God, the work of God in them that produces growth. So we don't take any credit for that. We just try to be faithful to what God has invited us to do. Now, I love the fact that he says, but you are going to receive a reward for your work in the Lord. He's going to say some more about that beginning in verse 12. Watch. He says, anyone who builds on that foundation, that is the foundation of Jesus, can use a variety of materials, gold, silver, or jewels, or wood, hay, and straw. But on judgment day, fire will reveal the kind of work each builder has done. And the fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, the builder will receive a reward. If the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss, but the builder will be saved like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. In other words, one day we will all give an account, we'll be rewarded for our life here on earth. Now, if we don't live for Jesus, he says that our work will be burned up, but we still get in because of what Jesus has done for us. But if we spend our life serving the Lord, we receive an, a reward, and it's an eternal reward. We get to enjoy for all eternity. I love that. I mean, what's so crazy is Jesus is doing all of this. He's just said Jesus is producing the growth in us. All the things that we do in regard to ministry, he said in the last couple of days, we do it by the Spirit of God. It's the Spirit of God at work in us, and yet God's going to reward us for what he's produced in us. Isn't that crazy? Isn't our God so generous? If we'll walk with him and allow his spirit to keep working in us and plant seed and water seed and share our faith and preach the gospel, we serve and love people around us by the spirit, the spirit of powering and anointing us to do that. Then Paul says, one day we're going to stand before God and he's going to reward us for what he produced in us. I just love that. Now watch this. This is a really important little couple little verses 
It begins in verse 16. Paul says, don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the spirit of God lives in you? God will destroy anyone who destroys this temple for God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Now here, Paul's not referring to my individual temple. You know, we say in uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, for example, Paul says, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and God's spirit lives in you. But here he's talking about the corporate temple. He says, you together are the temple of God. And then he gives one of the strongest New Testament warnings. He says, if anybody destroys that temple, In other words, if anybody works to destroy a group of believers, if anybody begins to attack or to destroy the church, he says God will destroy that person. And so even though we live under grace, God motivated by his love for the church, people inside and outside of the church, feels compelled to protect his bride, his body, his children. So we just have to be very, very, very careful very careful to never come against another church. And even as a pastor, there have been many times when churches have done things I didn't understand or I didn't agree with, but I want to be very careful not to come against another church. I can remember before I was a pastor and serving under some other pastors, how important it was for me. Even when I disagreed, even when I didn't understand, I wanted to be very careful not to come against a church pastor or leadership structure. I want to be real careful not to come against a church. We just have to remember, always remember, that the church is the bride of Christ, that these people, the church, are the children of God. I mean, just imagine how you would feel if somebody begins to come against your bride, your spouse, or one of your kids. There's probably nothing else in this world that gets you more fired up than that. That's exactly what Paul's saying here in this passage. We got to be careful because in the Corinthian church, there was a lot of fighting and a lot of division. That's why Paul is addressing, you know, the idea of following Paul or following Paulos. And and remember, they're just doing what God's called them to do. They're not special people. Let's not get divided over that. He's saying we've got to make sure that we continue to follow Jesus and we work to protect the church and not get divided and not attack one another. And that's so important in culture today. So important. God is jealous over his church. He loves the church. He loves you. And he loves when we stand together. And the church creates an opportunity for all of us to grow and to mature together so that we can make a difference in our world. So let's pray for that. Father, we thank you for inviting us into the work. God, sometimes we're planting, sometimes we're watering. But Lord, you give the increase. So we ask you to do that, Lord. Do that in my life. Do that in the life of every person listening. Bring increase. Help us to grow and move forward in our faith. God, we thank you that you're going to reward us for our planting and watering, for the work that we do in the Lord. God, we're amazed. Your spirit is anointing us to serve. Your spirit is empowering us to serve. And yet you're going to reward us for the work you produce in us. God, we're so grateful. Help us to be faithful. And then God, help us to protect 
your bride, your children, to never come against the church, but to work together, to stand in unity, and to trust that, God, you're bigger than all this. You're the head of the church. We can trust you to work through the leadership structure that you've created for everybody's protection and blessing and benefit. So, God, help us to to humble ourselves and to trust and to stand together and to fight for our unity and to love each other well and to to listen and to understand and to forgive, all those kinds of things, God, so that we can love each other well. It's such a powerful witness to our world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. I hope you have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.